Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. Each episode will cover topics to help you overcome frustrations we all encounter in our maker community. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running MakerExperiment.com, and Martina Miller, who's a full-time maker running Naughty by Nature Designs. We've all encountered bumps and pitfalls along the road we call making, and we are using this podcast to help you avoid the same pitfalls. Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast for episode 50. Wow, 50. We're halfway to 100 now. I can (laughs) count. That's what 50 means. It's halfway to 100. Yeah, I can count. Still tired. But we're going to talk about support systems today. So what's going on, Martina? Not much. I'm excited for 50. It's not as big of a milestone for me, but I think this means like episode 25 for me. So that's kind of a milestone. Got to be close. Something something like that. I'd have to go. I don't even know when my official start date was. I don't remember. I need that for my resumes when I start applying for other podcasts. When you get too big and you leave me. Well, you know, could be any day now. <laughs> it's those three, <laughs> 300 subscribers on YouTube. They're just getting to your head. It's, it's like 370 now. I mean, come on. Not that you're keeping track. <laughs> no, I really actually don't know what it is. But it's in the 300 somewhere. Just, you know. Gotta keep my options open. That's what I'm doing too. Oh no. You're secretly in the background interviewing other people. Hey, I'm gonna kick him off. I'd be screwed because I don't know how to get into TriCast the thing we record through. So <laughs> That is true. I still need you. That is a valid point. So we are recording this back to back, technically. So we recorded one yesterday and now one today. And I haven't worked on anything since yesterday, so. Neither have I. I've mentally prepared myself for things, but that's about it. So hopefully by the time we actually release this episode, I will be done with the entertainment center and I will be on to the shop upgrades that we talked about in the previous episode. So mine will hopefully be that I have finished the drawer fronts to my cabinet. That will for sure take you these two weeks. So I bet by the time this comes out, you will just have started the drawer fronts. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. It's sad. But it's true. You get distracted. I do, very easily. Well, it's because if I do get an order, the order takes priority regardless. Makes sense. I didn't have any orders last week, so that's why I started that. So the things I want to get done by the time this comes out are the stool seat, which is already cut down. I just need to flush trim it, put my logo on it, and do the epoxy. So that's like three weeks of work right there for me. And then So in fifty one, hopefully you will have started those. Yeah, hopefully. And then the drawer fronts, which just have to be sanded flush or scraped so the epoxy is level with the board. And then add finish to it and cut it apart. Or rather, cut it apart and then add finish to it. And then what was the other thing? There's something else. But Hopefully getting your garage insulated as well. And that was it. So I know your life. So I've been back and forth, like, trying to, because there's somebody local that I told you about that may be interested in trading work for stuff I do. So, like, business cards and keychains for work in the garage. And I've debated, like, insulating the walls myself, but having, like, try to do the ceiling with them because I don't really want to climb up there Mm -hmm. and fall off a ladder like you do. But (laughs) Recently? 
not not, that's not why, my original that's why i said it not my original fall correct and then you know i've seen too many granted i don't have like a ceiling part to fall through like an <laughs> attic in that area but i've seen too many people fall through their attic recently so why are you being mean it doesn't make me want to get on the ladder because i there wasn't just <laughs> you there was somebody else too so don't feel bad but those are the things i want to get done so i've thought about going to lowe's and buying because somebody recommended insulation from lowe's that's like a moisture barrier type that's a little bit better than just like the normal fiberglass sheet there's no moisture in vegas you don't need that no it's more like it wasn't just moisture barrier but it it's something that would help protect the machinery a little bit better ah okay got it got it it had like three things that it does that the regular insulation doesn't or three properties that the regular insulation doesn't and it's still r13 or whatever Uh, because r15 for some reason is super expensive in comparison for not being much different as far as like thicknesses and stuff like maybe it's a whole new world of insulation when you go to 15, but I have 2x4 construction, so it's 13 or 15. See, so this is funny because we're d- debating putting these recordings on YouTube too, and now everyone's going to see how bad of a wiggle worm I am because I think we're two minutes into the episode and I've moved six times. Reminds me of that song, Wiggle, 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 Wiggle. <laughs> I like, can't get comfortable. No, you can't. you you constantly move, which is why your chair squeaks all the time. I never hear it in the playback, so Brent clearly does a good job of editing out my chair sounds, but I, it's terrible. And this is... Well, I'm constantly sneezing and stuff, so we each have our quirks. See, maybe we don't want a YouTube because everyone's going to see what I have to see of you blowing your nose every 45 seconds. Just for that, I'm going to upload it to YouTube and specifically blow my nose every 40 seconds. <laughs> and not mute it. And not mute it, yeah. So, this week's topic, well, today's topic. So we want to talk about support systems. Yes. Because the last week's episode, we talked about stuff in general and brought up that we have people supporting us that we've never met before, that sometimes are more supportive than people we know firsthand. Our imaginary friends, like like I like to call them. Yes. We have a lot of imaginary friends. Although at Tracy... Oh, she told me that if I'm going to mention her name in the podcast, I have to start using her Instagram handle too, so people know who I'm referring to. I thought that was funny. So She wants to be plugged. She wants to be plugged, so she'll probably appreciate this in the next episode. So HSB underscore Woodworks. So Tracy's feelings were hurt because I called her my imaginary friend. But I haven't met any of these people from Instagram. You and I talk every week. I've never met you, so yeah. you're just like a step above imaginary friends. There's a few people that I've met in person now from going to WorkbunchCon, obviously. But I have found that people in the Instagram community, well, Instagram maker community, there's a few people that I talked to on Instagram. Then I met them in or at WorkbenchCon, and now we, like I talked to some of them more. The whole reason this came up is... I feel like a lot of us feel more supported by people we've never met and are encouraged more by people we've never met than we are by people we actually like deal with on a day-to-day basis. Yes. Because there's a few people that I don't know that like they're acquaintances, I guess, that you talk about like what you're trying to do and they just give you that, oh, you're trying to start your own business. Mm, Good luck. I get the, oh, you work with your hands. Oh, you're in a trade. That one is definitely... I. Don't fill up to par often with the groups of circle of people that we have to encounter. So I'm like, yes, I do. 
and what'd you do before that? And it's like, oh, I was just a paramedic before that. And that's not always respectable either. So told you, just a little grunt working through life. Well, I think people are just judgmental. Yeah, because they look at a paramedic and it's like, oh, you didn't go to nursing school. You weren't a doctor. Yeah. Now you just like play with tools all day. That's all you're going to do. Like, I have a five-year plan. This is my next like two years though. The interesting thing is... Like, I've told people in person, like, what I want to do. Like, when I used to be in South Carolina, I told a few people. I was like, yeah, you know, I want to get, like, a larger laser and just make cool things, like signs and whatnot. And quite a few of them are like, why would you want to do that? Or, you're going to waste your money on a laser. Or, good luck, they're so expensive. Ha ha, look at me now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's one of those things where they were so quick to put you down. And I'm going to chalk it up to they're just jealous that they aren't doing what they want to do. Absolutely. So therefore, they're trying to put somebody else down. Yep. And I want everybody to think of that. If they feel discouraged by people doing that, they're probably just jealous of you. That's that's what I conclusion I've come to. I think that's what I've decided as well. Because there's people in my personal life that were friends that I thought I was really close with that became really unsupportive <sighs> and almost belittling I guess of what I was doing and what I was trying to do that it just that's like basically a toxic person like I didn't want him in my life anymore so you kind of realize who your support system is and who your support system is not and you sometimes you just have to eliminate people like that if they're not going to support you and what you're trying to do if whether it's just a hobby or a full-time hustle it doesn't matter like you don't need that negativity in your life I'm not saying go blow off all your friends but just know like there are people out there that will be more supportive and lift you up and help you achieve your goals. So if you have someone dragging you down, like maybe try and steer away from that person. And I started to do that with the people in my life that weren't supportive of me going full time. And I definitely feel better and like a weight's lifted off my shoulders. Yeah, I would agree. Well, and then you have people that, so, I mean, like Mike from Little City Workshop, Mike, I shouted you out. The when I lived in South Carolina, I met him and you know Stephen from Old South Woodcraft. <laughs> you guys remember Stephen? Yeah, yes. And we, you know, would talk and we we still message back and forth like, hey, you know, I found this deal on a tool or I'm looking at doing this. What do you think? And we try to give each other advice, which is awesome. And then you get people like I shared with you the other day, maybe yesterday, uh, people that like to send me messages and all they are full of is negative comments because they're trolling me yeah you have a lot of trolls i don't know why like i don't i don't maybe i'm just a jerk i have no idea well that's true too but that's a whole that's a different conversation i guess like the messages you get versus the messages i get i do well i can tell you right now the messages you get are probably way worse from like a general well i've sent you a couple of them oh yeah and they're just like out of left field weird and inappropriate yeah (laughs) (laughs) let's face it it's just the world of the internet yeah i'm a guy you're a girl you're going to get really bad messages that i would never see no granted the only messages i get that are like that are like the bots and the spammers that are instantly declined and blocked mvp is blowing up with those in their dms right now so i don't know if we've like made it big time or what hashtag we're using that like is appealing to them 
But I'm like, dear lord, the amount of messages I've had to decline recently. People are, I don't know, like you keep saying, keyboard warriors, I don't know what makes people feel empowered to write the stuff they do, but you you definitely don't always have supportive DMs, I can tell you that. Even if you're trying to be helpful to people, there's still like at least one person that will send you a DM that is kind of attacking, semi-inappropriate, and just like overall unneeded. Right. Those are the ones I get. Yeah, it's... You get a lot of unneeded. I try to be professional about it, but then I talk to you. I'm like, tell me if tell me if I'm being ridiculous here. Yeah, I like how you send me the screenshot and you're like, thoughts? <laughs> and so I give you my thoughts on it and it's usually the same page. But that's what we're saying here is you get someone in your tribe that's going to support you and like understands what you're going through and everything. So mm-hmm. I have... Trevor, who is a maker who knows how to do woodworking, that understands what I want, like my goal path for the next five years is, and we can bounce ideas off each other and like help one another out versus having someone that doesn't understand what you're going through and just like, oh, you play with tools, that's cool. Like, you have to find someone that understands what you do day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be able to voice your frustrations or your excitement or anything like that yeah and there's other there's i definitely other makers i talk with as well but you know you're right here so i'm gonna use you as an example like we have a whole bunch of people we talk to that are fully supportive Mm -hmm. and are very helpful and in fact we have the chat that we started of people that are listeners and part of the tribe that we granted it can get off topic extremely fast but it's a good group that you can ask a question and you'll get, you know, answers from five or six people. So if you want to be part of that chat, let us know. Because it's just, you know, a bunch of us that ask random questions. And... Yeah, it's like, hey, how do you store your clamps? Like, I want other yeah. people's opinions. This is... Or what do you think of this jig? Will it work? Right. Or some random non-woodworking stuff too, which is good because it's funny usually. Yeah. But yeah. I would say one thing that I've learned from reading like business books and listening to like crushing it or like the tribes or some of these other things from like audible because that's who I have audiobooks through which I canceled the subscription but they didn't get rid of my books which is awesome <laughs> it's because I wasn't using it enough I was just paying for the credit and it was building up but the in the books pretty much all of them basically say like surround your self with like-minded people for -hmm. what you're trying to do as well as people that are above your level because it's like anything else people that are better than you push you to be better and kind of you know pull you in the direction of improvement and surround yourself with people like that and people that aren't like that unless for some reason like you need them in your life for something right cut them off right i think my family not my immediate family, like not Amanda or the boys or anything mm-hmm. like that. My, like my brother-in-law and his wife and everything. And my brother are starting to understand more how serious this is. And it's not just a hobby. So that's mm-hmm. definitely made time with family easier. Because I don't feel like I have to justify what I'm doing or explain to them. They've started following me on Instagram. And they're like, you bust butt all day long. Like I see you out in the shop like dripping sweat and it's, This stuff doesn't build itself, and I think now that they're seeing more of the the behind-the-scenes aspect of everything, they're giving Mm -hmm. me more credit. Not that I'm saying I'm owed a bunch of credit, but 
they sit at their desk job from eight to five and they think that's what work is supposed to be like. And you know what I mean? So they're like, you, you bust butt. It's like, yeah, this is hard work working for yourself. Try, like you, your own means to making money. It's super stressful. I do feel that if I ever make it to a point where I can hire an employee, one of the first ones that I could see having is somebody that is good at marketing and sales because <laughs> that's not me. I'm, I'm not good at it. I can negotiate in things, but I don't have that like salesman charisma type of thing. Like one of the scenes of Wolf of Wall Street, I think, was sell me this pen. Like, it's black and it writes and you need one like here. <laughs> like, like I'm not good at it. It's just not me. And I don't try to be something I'm not. Like I make jokes about, you know, fake it till you make it. But I don't really fake it till I make it. It's I'll tell you up front if I can't do something. See, I think that's where I'm also super supported is because the majority of my big builds and clients and everything has been word of mouth. So I've built for one person. Now they've told their boss and I'm building for their boss. And now that person has told so-and-so. So I ha don't have to spend any money on marketing or advertising yeah. because it's all been word of mouth. And that's support in itself because I posted on my Instagram a while back um, something about you don't have to buy from your friend that's like building stuff. All you have to do is like and share their posts. That's free for you. You don't have to buy from me, but mm -hmm. just be free advertisement for me and that's going to be support enough and it's working for me same on youtube all you have to do is subscribe and comment and like yeah <laughs> for those that don't know youtube.com slash maker experiment i'm plugging myself that's right but anyway you're right like i'm not shamed at all by that i love it that's our, our, our new spontaneous ads that's going to be new to maker vision 3.0 is spontaneous ads and plugs of our personal stuff well so and we'll we'll be honest not front here we do pay out of pocket ourselves for all of this so if we are plugging merch or whatever it's so we can help pay for doing this and that's it we're just going to start slipping it in subliminally too we're going to do like a little under track or whatever of us talking about the merchandise that's available Buy me. so all of a sudden you're buying our <laughs> mugs yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so anyway, back to our regular schedule program and one cool thing about the community on instagram so there are people that are very supportive there are people that act supportive but they're really not like i've had some of those where they're like yeah that's so cool like if you ever want to do anything together let me know or if you ever want to collaborate that'd be awesome and then you're like hey you want to collaborate and they're like no i don't have time <laughs> or like no i'm not interested like then why did you post <laughs> like if you want to collaborate let me know like and then you have people that are instantly trolls yeah or the keyboard warriors it's like it's don't get me wrong like you can be negative that's fine you do you. Cool. I will try to respond in the most professional way that I can. If you start attacking me, however, I will attack back. Do you get attacked? I have had it one time, and it has not happened since. Oh, I don't like that. That makes me sad. Well, it's, well, it's like things like, you know, telling me my work is crap and things like that. I'm like, well, I don't see you doing anything. So as soon as you do something, let me know, and I'll let you know how yours is. <laughs> and I haven't heard anything since. But 
it's like anything else. I think it was it was like way back when I was getting started. Mm-hmm. Everything is a learning process. We didn't get to where we are now without making our own mistakes, without doing things not the wrong way, but in a way that didn't work out. And we just went on again and tried again. The thing that I'm finding, and it's not necessarily on Instagram as much, but you'll find it on YouTube or Reddit. Reddit seems to be the popular one for this, which I'm not on Reddit, but I've read other people's. No, I'm not. I've heard, yeah, I've heard that's where the trolls live. You will put something out and they'll instantly hate everything about it, whether it's how you did it or you did something wrong or whatever. And I would say like a year ago, it it would have bothered me more. And now I'm like, I don't give a shit what you think, because, you know, I'm I'm improving my own work. Like I'm learning something new, like epoxy. I am terrible at pouring it out of a cup at the moment, <laughs> but I tried. That's the important part. Mm -hmm. I tried it, figured out what I didn't do well. Next time, probably try to use a syringe or a smaller cup or, you know, less in the cup at a time. But it was a learning experience. A year ago, I probably would have been like, yeah, that was awful. I I know I need to try it again, but I don't really have the motivation to do so because I don't want people to see me failing at it again. Now I'm like, F everybody, I don't care. Yeah. See, what I like about the tribe that we're developing through maker vision or our personal channels is starting something new that you've never done before. I'm treating Instagram as basically an instant message app to other makers. So instead of sitting there and trying to YouTube and find the exact video of what you're trying to do to learn how to do it, you have, we have what, 12 people on our thread right now, something like that. You shoot out a message and say, how do you do this? And someone's going to know how to do it. And they can point you in the right direction Mm -hmm. or they can tell you, oh, so-and-so just did that because they're following different people than you're following. Why don't you message them? So it's just almost like a, just a huge woodworking maker community network. And that's, I think developing that has definitely changed my perspective on Instagram in general. I'm not posting as much lately because I don't care about the likes, the follows, anything like that. Like I just want to talk to my friends, my imaginary friends and text them and see what they're making or how should I make this or anything like that. I get it. It's awesome. Like I, for the most part, I send out a message and within five minutes, I get the response that I need of how to do something instead of, you know, going down the wormhole of YouTube and 45 minutes later, I kind of know what I'm doing now. It's kind of hard to find exactly what you need. It's just a freaking cesspool of crap videos. Like I get, people try to make it in YouTube, but I don't know what, like, because they can put in their little tags and stuff. They're mm-hmm. broadening it too much, and I need this, a specific answer. So you get four minutes into some video, and it's like, it's not even what I need. Yeah, or it'll have the title is exactly what you are expecting, and then the video never covers anything close to the title. Right. I think that's more of the clickbaity type of youtube which i hate watching the ones like they'll pop up and it'll be uh like someone broke into my house and then you watch the video and it's like their friend just pranking them like okay that don't cry wolf you should title the video my friend is a jerk (laughs) like that to me that would be more reason to view it than someone broke in my house this is also why I don't have, you know, 3 million followers on YouTube, <laughs> and these people do. There's a lot of things, like, I want to do for YouTube, 
and a lot of video topics I want to try. And I will say the most discouraging part about YouTube is you'll upload a video when you have a really small channel and it'll be like you have 50 views after four months. Do you need us to support you more and start hitting like on your videos? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but but that's not really the point. Like it was one of those things, it's same as Instagram, right? Where you're getting started and you're just discouraged because what you think you're posting is awesome or interesting or worth watching and people either aren't getting it because the algorithms aren't allowing it or people just don't find it as interesting as you do and it's difficult to figure out what people want and it's figure out hard to figure out what the algorithm wants and trying to balance that is almost impossible so when you have something that you post and then you have a support network behind you on these platforms and you say or you post it and then they comment immediately because it it's gotten to the point now where like we've built enough of like a, a relationship with people that like I'll post something and I can almost guarantee like every post there's one person in particular that will comment on it in a supportive way. It's also another thing that came up maybe a few weeks ago is I've gotten so you, well you know that I try to answer like all DMs that are worth answering, not the spammy. Mm-hmm weird ones that are obviously not ones you should respond i do i put comment back to them when they comment on my post i think i'm gonna get a lot of t-shirts one day because everyone wants me to try their merch and i tell them to send me some samples (laughs) i love when you troll back it is hilarious (laughs) it's like hey we we saw your instagram and we really want you to represent our brand i got one of those about watches like a couple i sent you that one a few weeks ago oh yeah I was like, oh, yeah, what would that entail? You're like, well, you would post about it and wear it and share it all over the place, and we'll give you 20% off. Like, your watches look like pieces of junk, and they're like 40 bucks to start with. Why would I sell my soul for 40 bucks of a watch? Or not even 40 bucks. It would have been like, you know, 30. Like $5 off or some stuff. It's like, this is ridiculous. Why would I ever do that? Our watches are awesome. I'm like, if I want an awesome watch. I'll just go get the ones I have resized that I got for like high school graduation that were like $200 or whatever. It's like, I don't need a crappy watch. You don't need to brag about your watch. Yeah, my fake Rolex. (laughs) Your Rolex. My, what would it be? Rulex. My Rulex. That sounds fancier. Like I'll get DMs. They'll ask a question and it could be about laser stuff. Most of them are about laser stuff for me with good reason. It's not like I'm, you know, doing laser stuff but they'll ask a question about lasers or machinery or settings or where i the most popular question i've gotten is where i get the led acrylic bases for the night lights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i've gotten that like 30 times and i'll answer the questions to the best of my ability and then usually they respond back with wow i'm so glad you responded like nobody else has been helpful at all i get that message all the time too and it blows my mind that yeah so i don't know if they're messaging like a super huge channel and it's easy to lose dms when you're filtering through a so bot some of them or, don't right because they will tell me the person actively told me they didn't want to help me because they didn't want to give away their secrets I'm like what secrets are they giving away don't you're asking the questions about machines don't story don't like show yeah. some of your behind the scenes don't make it to like just post your finished content if you don't want to help out yeah 
Well, and so I thought it was interesting because when I was getting started, I asked somebody, this was before I was on Instagram. I think I still had Facebook. And I asked somebody, what kind of laser do you use? And I could tell you who it is, but I'm not going to. They weren't in this country. But I said, what kind of laser are you using? And they're like, well, my husband, you know, spec'd it out. Um, and I was like, well, is there any chance that you could find out what it is? And they said, no, because it's what we use to make a living. And I don't want to share that information. Like, it's a laser machine. There's 50 effing companies that make these. All I was wondering is which brand you had. But thanks for being a jerk. That's nuts. It's like now people ask me. Like, it's been commented on my YouTube videos. It's been commented on my posts. It's been in my DMs. What kind of laser do you have? For everybody that wants to know, I have an Epilogue Fusion M240. Not secret. <laughs> like Not sponsored. There's nothing, nothing about the machine is secret. You can go find another machine from a different brand that will do very similar stuff. It's not proprietary. Sorry to tell you. But it just drove me nuts. I'm like, why... Why are you actively not answering questions and actively not being helpful? Yeah. Like, I could see if somebody said, if you actually had some process, part of your process that made it so you did it differently than every single person out there, and it's the one thing that set you apart, and there's one piece of that, that if you gave it away, people could full-on copy you, I could kind of see it. I feel like in this making stuff at some point some maker will figure it out that's kind of my approach right because unless you're making your your own like glue from scratch and it's your own recipe and you're not going to like tell anybody you're not going to separate yourself from everyone else that's kind of what i mean like you have a special formula for something or like you use a special kind of finish that you've made yourself okay if you don't want to share that that's fine because there's finishes out there people can buy and use and whatnot. But if you, so like the laser, the way I do the signs where I have the template and then I put the pieces in, so many people have told me like I shouldn't be sharing that because it gives away how I do it. Like people are making very similar looking stuff anyway. They just lay out with like paper stencils instead of like the off cut material. Like it's not, I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking. I eyeballed my sign. Yeah. Super professional. Like, it helps me from an efficiency standpoint, where I can just lay it on, and then everything's where it needs to be. I don't have to eyeball it or measure it or whatever, and it works for me. I've had people actively tell me that the way I do it is stupid. <laughs> don't do it that way, then. It's that. That's what I told him. I was like, you don't have to do it my way. That's what like, I usually say. Sharing. This is the way I do it. It works for me. Like, mm -hmm. go figure out your own way. But this is this is how I do it. And I'm sure the way I do yeah. stuff is the long cut instead of the short cut. Yeah. Well, and people are like, you're wasting material. I'm like, it's from the raw stock of the same sheet anyway. And I'm not making any extra cuts. I'm not doing anything extra that's special. It's I like I design it in a way that I can place everything easily. If you don't like it, don't copy it. Unfollow. Although I do love the people that will try it and then tell me that the way I do it is awful because they can't get it to work like so you you tried to copy the way i do it and then you failed at it and then you just gave up like <laughs> like yeah i've glued pieces down to the template before was that your stomach you slash yes <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering how loud that was 
Oh my god, that's impressive. Uh, Where's your Nutella have... spearmint toast? My daughter is asleep. She didn't make me breakfast. <laughs> See, that's the sports that system bad. right there too. Having your kid make you breakfast so you can go be productive. Oh, my kids are awesome. But yeah, like I have glued the template to the sign before and had to throw it out. Like it, it happens. Like <laughs> I have failed. I'm sorry to let people know. We're not perfect, by the way, so... I don't know about you, but I'm clearly, clearly, definitely not perfect. <laughs> Your hair's perfect today. It's so weird. Yeah, I'm looking good. I think we talked about this in the previous episode. We make mistakes. We are not perfect. We don't claim to be. We're not experts in any of our fields, but Mm-mm. we've had lots of well, trial and error. Okay, maybe you're a laser expert, whatever. Well, I mean, I'd say that you are an expert in the things that you do the most, you wouldn't say that? I I don't think so. I'm sure there has to be better ways of doing what I do. So I will say, like, there are people that portray themselves as experts who have been doing something for, like, 10 minutes. And I totally disagree with that. I guess with each project, I'm trying something new, like a different technique. That's the important so part. That's why I can't say I'm an expert, but I'm continuously learning, so I feel good about it. I wouldn't call any of us experts anyway i would say like we're proficient at what we're doing and we can try to answer questions because the way that so the way that i measure proficiency is based on what i was told by a professor which was related to 3d cad modeling which was to be proficient in any one thing is you have to have a thousand hours of actual like usage practice application of that thing to be proficient and to be and he was like and to be an expert it'd be like 10,000 plus hours of the same thing so when it comes to like CAD like 3D CAD I feel like I'd be an expert because I have I don't even want to know how many tens of thousands of hours of CAD at this point now I'm trying to think if I'm proficient at anything if it's based on a thousand hours that's just well that was his number i don't know how true that is but if you think about it like a thousand hours is probably like one year of solid eight hour a day well obviously i didn't do the math but i mean hold on i'm gonna do the math so people don't tell me that i'm wrong it would be 125 days you were way off about the year of doing something clearly like a thousand hours so over four months yeah which if you're doing it every day for eight hours a day i could see that and if you do it for 10,000 hours, it's 1,250 days, which is three and a half years. So I could see those being fairly accurate. I'm not, see, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert woodworker yet. Well, expert full-time woodworker yet. If you, if you actually use that definition that my professor gave me, which who knows how valid that is. I've been doing laser work since 2013. Pretty hardcore since 2014. Right. I'm proficient. I'm proficient, though. Sometimes. I could be more efficient. That would be a game changer. Oh, yeah. So can I. Like, especially when it comes to the designing stuff. I used to be, like, it used to take me five hours to do something I can do now in, like, 20 minutes. I know. I still often have to send my stuff to you to get it done, or else I'm going to be... You're not the only one. (laughs) I do try first. I do try with like my designs for the cnc and there's just some stuff that i can't get or it's going to take me so long that it's just easier to send it to you well there are times where i've gotten stuck on something and then i'll message my friends that have even more experience and they'll say yeah it's this 
I think no matter what level you're at, there's always something you don't know. And there's always something you're going to need help with. Yeah, that's why you got to build up your tribe. Build up so you know who to go to when you have issues with things like that. You aren't the only one recently that has sent me something for design and needed help with stuff. Which is fine. Like, I have no problem doing that. Now, if it's a customer, I usually charge for that. Because, like you would, it's like the equivalent of your consultation or whatever. But if it's like a friend that just needs like a quick 10 minute thing, I don't really care it's not a big deal start sending all your design stuff to trevor now if i get flooded (laughs) that might change i've always thought found it interesting that you'll get these people that say if you have any questions message me you message them and then they like actively avoid answering your questions by either asking roundabout questions back or tiptoeing around the answer but never actually answering the question Mm mm-hmm Or they'll have, like, you can expect with people, you know, with six-figure followings to not answer you because they probably have a ton of DMs and they just haven't either seen it or they get flooded and they don't pay attention to them. I'm going to try to be one of those people that no matter what level I'm at, I'm trying to answer all the questions I get. But there's only so much time in a day. I totally understand Mm -hmm. that. But then there's people with, like, a thousand followers and they, you can see that they've seen it and they just never talk to you and never respond to you and never answer you. That's why I try not to open my message unless I have time to respond to that message because there's the red receipts. I'm probably guilty of doing that at one point. But I try to answer. Well, you've seen some of my answers to accounts that are that totally look like bots. <laughs> you even give them the time of day sometimes. Sometimes. Depends on the day and how I'm feeling. But normally I answer pretty much any question. But yeah, like I got one the other day that said, what kind of MDF do you use? I didn't even know there was multiple kinds. I didn't either. I didn't either. I was like, well, it's a good question. I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> I'd be like a uh, quarter inch. Is that what you mean? Well, yeah, I was like, it's a quarter inch. And they're like, well, what grade? I'm like, they come in different grades. That probably sounds really stupid to ask that question <laughs> Like, I look at my receipt, and sure enough, it says A-grade MDF. Huh, I guess it's A-grade. Mine's around here somewhere, too, for my last MDF purchase. I wonder what... If it's from Home Depot, I guarantee it's not A-grade, because the stuff at Home Depot, like... No, this was from the lumber Seems yard. more... F- oh, okay. Yeah, because that's where I get mine now. And it's it's definitely a higher quality than big box stores. And I found that they don't put a sticker on it, like the big box stores, that won't come off so you're like sanding off their stickers mm-hmm. all the time and it's annoying but long story short i try to be supportive and i try to help other people and if you have questions you can ask yeah and i will do my best to answer we'll find someone that has the answer that's another thing like if i don't have the answer i will tell you no i don't know but so and so might because there was one uh josh from Ohm sweet home and somebody asked me a question about thunder lasers and i was like i don't have one so I'm not sure. It's like, I've read about them and I've looked stuff up about them, but I don't have any experience. Josh does. Go over to his page and ask him. He might be able to help you. Like, I have no problem trying to send you to the person that could answer your question if I don't know the answer. So I don't even have an issue with sending business elsewhere, honestly. like If it's not in my wheelhouse, yeah. Well, even around holiday season, someone reached out for, to me. They wanted a CNC cutting board. 
a CNC'd, so they wanted it engraved. And that's when I was having all the issues with the X motor on there. So I, at first I was like, hey, I can't get my CNC up and running yet. It's going to be delayed. Do you need it by a certain time? And he had said no. And then when I started to troubleshoot it more, realized it was a bigger issue. So I was like, I have no idea when this is going to be done. Um, I'm going to give you the list of a couple other people that can make this for you and they'll, they'll ship it for you. So I reached out to a couple makers like, hey, this is what this guy wants. Can I pass on your name? And he ended up going with the per person I recommended and he was super happy. They were happy. They got money, obviously, made profit even with shipping. So don't be a D-bag. It's like, if you can help somebody out, help somebody out. I don't do furniture or woodworking, really, for like clients. Mm -hmm. I will do woodworking if it's incorporated into the item yeah. like if it's a sign and the backers like you know walnut or oak or maple or some material that um you can't really laser cut so you have to do a glue up or whatever i have no problem doing woodworking as a complement to the main thing but if somebody is like hey can you build me this cabinet i usually send them to my friend in town i don't really have the space to be doing that in the first place uh b i'll i will be full up front and honest that I do not understand wood movement enough to build furniture. <laughs> and until I learned that, I would not be comfortable doing it. That's why I send it over to my friend. That's been his focus is building furniture from day one. And you want a laser person to that can woodwork to build furniture and that it doesn't really fit my brain. It wouldn't make sense. So I just send them over to him and let him do it, which he's happy about and it works out. I keep getting requests for like a wine storage, different wine racks or with the basic design. I think I've sent away like three recently because I tell people like, honestly, it is so much cheaper just to go to like Ikea or Target for something like that. I get that you want custom, but the amount you're going to pay me versus like what it's actually worth is not worth it. Yeah. It's going to take me more time than I want to charge you for. I've, I think I just shot one down this week too. I don't know. Maybe it's wine. I don't know that summer I, I'm a wine drinker in the winter, but everyone wants one now that it's summer. It's weird. I have told people, you know, it's cheaper if you just go buy it from here or people that want like the canvases or whatever that say love or hope or dream or whatever. And like, could you make a sign like this? Like I could, but it's going to cost way more than that thing you just sent me that was $15 from Walmart. <laughs> Sometimes people still want it. Well, I'll tell them that. And if they be like, look, just so you know, yes, I can make it. Yes, it'll be made out of this. This is what it would look like. But know that it's going to cost you this versus Walmart having some reproduction of something that's a print. Are you sure? They're like, yeah, I think I'll go with Walmart. I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured when. I like to shop custom. And I like to shop and support other makers when I have the ability and funds to do it. And sometimes it's not necessarily like buying stuff from them. When Steven was helping me early on in the podcast, I he was doing like dovetails or something. So I sent him the dovetail jig from Cat's Moses Woodworking. And then another friend helped me with a bunch when I was in South Carolina with moving and CNC stuff. So I bought him a bit for his CNC that he was looking for. And then like when I traded work with budget branding, I did it so that you could get a branding iron. That's how I've tried to be supportive of people. It's like when I can buy something, I will. But there's not a lot that I have a use for. Like if there's like a t-shirt or something, I'll do my best if I have the money at the time. And sometimes it's easier for me to like trade stuff and trade work because it costs less. Mm -hmm. 
like it might be like 15 bucks of material but like four hours of my time which is kind of how the budget branding stuff worked out is it just took a lot of time but it didn't necessarily cost a lot of materials and that's where i try to support people and answer questions and do design work or whatever I would say that if you can't, you know, support like in a financial way, because, you know, you see those things like the GoFundMes. Mm-hmm. There was one recently and like I, I donated like 15 bucks because it's all I had in my account at the time. And in your in my mind, I'm like, man, I feel really crappy that I can't like help more. But at the same time, I'm like, I shouldn't feel bad either if I can't do more. Like you shouldn't let people think that you try and figure out how to work this i'm not doing a very good job i think you get my point though just like there's ways to support others so within your means if you're able yeah do it like whether or not it's just even sharing about like the couple of maker auctions there's been recently if you can't make or donate like share it it's that easy that's showing support don't feel bad if you're not buying it yourself or you're not contributing money yourself because you know maybe you don't have the money and that's totally cool don't do something that'll put you in a situation that is not good for you. Right. Like if it gives you anxiety to have like a low bank account, don't do something. If it, you know, if you want to support them and you want to support somebody else and you decide not to support both because you, you can't choose and you can't do both, that's fine too. Like it's, don't feel obligated to support people like in a financial way and don't let people bully you into it or you know give you crap if you because there have been people like thankfully not for me or my immediate friends but i have seen people that somebody will donate like ten dollars to a cause you know just trying to help they're giving what they can and whoever's in charge of that cause will like lash back and be like you only donated ten dollars what a jerk. Be like, whoa. Like, be glad they did anything. Jeez. So there are people like that, though, right? That'll just, no matter what you do, they're not happy with it, and they will give you crap about it. Don't let people make you feel bad for contributing or not contributing. Just be supportive where you can, you know, even if it's just, like, talking this to is, people. It's, this is the one that kills me, is you have a friend that reaches out to you oh i want such and such made i was going to you because i know one you're trying to make it is what i keep getting it's like i would like to think i am making it if i haven't had to go find another job but that's the whole whatever um since you're trying to make it and then you hit them with your price of whatever it is and they're like oh there's no friends and family it's no that's not supporting me if you're taking money out of my bank account because you expect a deal. That's I if I have spare materials from another project, like I yeah, maybe I can cut you a deal. Mm-hmm. But that's still my time, so don't that's not support if they're expecting stuff for free or expecting a deal. If you want to offer them the deal, that's a whole different thing. But don't like I think that's kind of a crappy friend for them to expect something. So that's probably somebody I would have cut out of my... <laughs> oh, I hit him with the, I can't even start your project for six weeks, and I got ghosted. I was like, bye. <laughs> I get so... I, it doesn't hurt my feelings, but... I've had I've had both. I didn't even give him a price. I gave him my, this is when I could start your project, and I think they had a holy crap moment. Like, I've had both. I've had the people that they'll message me, 
And they'll be like, well, how much would it cost to get a sign of this made? And I'd give them a price. And they'd be like, whoa, I thought you did this as a hobby. Hobby doesn't mean free. Okay, yeah, like, sure, I do it as a hobby, but I'm trying to make it a business. Therefore, it does come with, you know, cost for my time. Like, well, I thought it'd be like 20 bucks. I'd be like, dude, you want like a custom two foot by two foot sign? Like, material costs more than 20 bucks. And then you get people... When I first started out with paper cutting, I did a paper cut for my wife's aunt, and it was an owl. And I cut it and everything, and she said, well, how much do I owe you? And I said, well, like, the last time I did it, I think it I think it took me, like, 10 hours to cut it. Because I'm cutting it by hand with, a, like, a knife. And it had a lot of little details that I'd cut out. And I was like, I don't know, like, how's 100 bucks? And she's like... That is not enough. Oh, I, that's, I like that. And she said, and she said, how long did it take you? And I said, it took about 10 hours. And I forget what it ended up being, but it was something to the effect of, well, I, what do you think of 300? I was like, I think that's way more than I was going to charge you. She's like, yeah, but your time is worth it. Jeez, have more people like that in your life. That's only happened like twice ever. Usually it's the opposite. They're like, Oh, it's 300 Um, Would you do it for 100 bucks? <laughs> Which I've had, too. I've had people where I'm like, yeah, it's this. And they're like, would you do it for this? I'm like, I don't, like, I'm not bartering on price. If you want to trade something that's of the equivalent value, that's fine. When it comes to bartering, I make sure that whatever I'm putting up on my end is equal in price or more than whatever I'm trading for. So... But it's still like a good deal for me to do it because the material cost is low enough. Like, yeah, I'm sacrificing some cost on the time and labor. But if I'm slow anyway and I'm not really making anything, it works out. But there are people that are like, oh, I have a, you know, a 2015 truck for trade. And they'll be like, I'll give you a microwave. (laughs) Like just absurd proposals for your trade. And it's ridiculous because people, there are a lot of people that won't care about what you do, will act supportive, but aren't. They will try to talk you down. Or if they're the, I would, I would say family and friends have usually been the worst where they want you to do it for free or they want you to do it for like 80% off because they're your friend. And it's like, they act like it's uh, a pleasure for you to be friends with them. (laughs) Like they're God's gift to the world but then you will have the opposite side where you have people that will pay you more than what you're worth you'll have people that will do more for you or help you where they can or refer you to people or help answer questions so there's the two sides and just don't get discouraged by people that are negative because for every negative person there is somebody positive out there that is helping somebody in some way one of amanda's friends the other day was at my house and she was checking out the backyard and asking who built our gate to the back of the tiny house and i was like oh the one we had the backyard done we had that put in she said oh i really need a gate built is that something you can build and then she caught herself she said that's probably beneath what you do never mind and then i i was like thank you thank you for thinking that my work is better than just because it's just a basic picket fence like just an open and closed gate that i have on there and i said um like what are you looking to have done is it just like this or something nicer she said oh i want it a little bit nicer and i said i don't really have time to make that i could make that but i don't have time so if you want me just to consult and help you design it and like whoever your contractor is we can give them the design she's like that's awesome and i was like but that's thank you for the compliment like now i'm willing to help you out because you think I do good work. That's making me feel good. It does feel good when people are like, you do really good work. Yeah. Surround yourself with people that lift you up like that. 
she didn't have to say it was beneath me. She could have expected me, yo, you know how to work with wood. This is what you do. You know what I mean? Or try to see if I could do it for her on the side for free. Or the typical response of, um, well, you do woodworking. Like, can't you just do that in like a couple hours? <laughs> or my favorites are like, oh, I saw you do that. Could you do like, you know, 50 of those for me? Like keychains. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I can make 50 of them. Okay. What are they? Like 50 cents a piece? Like. You want a custom created design in a keychain and you want it made from like quarter inch acrylic. Like acrylic is expensive. I get you get the keychain lowball. I get the screenshots of the Amazon prices for cutting boards and it's like Rachel Ray cutting board, you know, ten ninety nine. Hey, can you I want these engraved, will you engrave it? Yeah, I can do that. Whatever. This is my price. And well, can you just make the cutting boards and then I'll just get it from you when you're ready? Yeah, my I'll give you a special order because I'm batching them out. This is the price per, per, not total. Yes, per. Never mind. Ghosted. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's because they don't realize that the cutting board you're going to make is going to last a lot longer than the Rachel Ray $10 one from Amazon. Right. Whatever. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Now that people are starting to say no to my prices, I whatever i'll find someone else mm -hmm. which i've said no to people and i've had people tell me well i think i'll go somewhere else like, that's yeah. fine like you're not gonna guilt me into lowering my price for you i like that when they put a little bit of pressure on you like in the past i let it slide and i would have done it because i needed the business and now it's kind of like i'm not gonna stoop down to that level mm -hmm. like even if i needed the money i'm not going to sell out to you because you're kind of being a jerk knowing your worth man yeah and there are things where i might have been a little high but it wasn't like extraordinarily high because even when I messaged you, I was like, well, what would you charge for this? And you, I think you said like $5 for one of the things I was doing. I was like, well, I was at six. So, okay. Like I wasn't that far off, but I might've been a little too high. Right. And then there's things where I see other people talking about what they charge. I'm like, holy crap. Like I'm not charging enough. Yeah. As long as you're in the middle somewhere, you're probably pretty good. But I think that probably does it since we just basically ranted about support systems for if you guys need to feel supported you can find us at naughty by nature underscore designs or at maker experiment we'll help you out or at maker vision podcast that too somebody will answer it there eventually Mart martina <laughs> most likely <laughs> mostly so until two weeks from now because mm -hmm. that's why we're recording no time lapse for anybody else but us yes it'll be a little vacation for us it'll be kind of nice and I literally get to go on vacation, so it'll be nice for me. And I literally don't, so. <laughs> but it'll be later in the year when I do, so I'll get it back. Cool. Alrighty. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, head to www.makervisionpodcast.com where you can purchase merchandise or donate. You'll also be able to join the email list to stay up to date with the podcast. Find us on Instagram at Maker Vision Podcast or join the Facebook group Maker Vision Tribe.